And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest forecast for southern Saskatchewan sees below normal runoff. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. The Water Security Agency's latest forecast sees a below to well below normal spring runoff in most of southern Saskatchewan. Patrick Boyle with the Water Security Agency says the one exception is a pocket in the southwest corner near East End and Valmarie where runoff will be above normal. Well, looking at southern Saskatchewan here, most areas are, are likely to experience a below normal to well below normal spring runoff. Uh, outside of, of a pocket looking in the southwest there from East End to Valmarie, so those areas we did see in Moose Jaw, Regina, and the southern part of the province here, there, there was, it's a well below to below normal situation right now. And, and that's because of those dry temperatures or, and conditions we saw in 2017 in the summer and, and fall. We and it didn't get a lot of moisture then. And then even until uh, up until about end of February, March here, we, we didn't see a whole lot of precipitation uh, from snowfall. And then this last recent bit of you know, March snowfall that's been pushing ahead here has really pushed the outlook up and changed some of those areas, but still well below normal situation and, and, and likely a, a different scenario than uh, most other areas in the province. Any flooding expected in the southern grain belt? Uh, we're probably looking at... Uh, no, no flooding issues uh, from our perspective there. There could be, you know, there's always a potential for localized issues in certain areas if you get some, and likely more to do with some rainfall in the, the spring here because as we move forward here, there's a snap of cold temperatures currently, and those cold temperatures, what they can do is prolong the spring melt, and then we can run into, uh, you get really warm temperatures uh, during the day and at night and run the risk of some of those spring rains, and then it can accelerate the runoff. So, you know, there's a potential for that in certain areas but for the most part we're not looking for any or seeing any issues in the southern part of the province as far as flooding to date. Any water supply issues or they may get worse for farmers? Well, looking at some of the ag water supply, um, you know, we, we saw some of those issues emerge late in 2017. And those areas where we have well below average uh, 2018 snow melt, um, there could be some of those same issues with livestock producers, particularly, you know, in the south, that area, Musha, Swift Current, Assiniboia, kind of looking down there, same sort of, of problems when you look at dry conditions and increased salinity and in, in watering for livestock and, and those issues. So we're, we're kind of looking at those for the most part park but uh, we'll have to wait and see how much more precipitation falls and kind of what that looks like in the next month or so. Now what about Lake Diefenbaker? How is the level look there in the snow melt in the mountains? You know, looking at uh, the, the snowpack on the eastern slope of the Rocky Mountains, it's generally well above average for this time of year. So uh, Lake Diefenbaker itself is currently 0.7 meters below its normal level for this time of year, but we, we expect it to be at its desirable summer operating levels by July. So once all of that spring mountain runoff comes through Saskatchewan here in June, and uh, we'll see and think it's going to get back to the normal desirable level where it, where it should be this year. And the runoff forecast for the north, northern Green Belt or northern part of Saskatchewan? Yeah, it's kind of a, a tale of two different areas, northern versus southern Saskatchewan. In the north, uh, we're looking at Prince Albert, 
Hudson Bay uh, areas with well above normal, which could see some localized flooding issues, overtopping of roads, you know, backed up culverts, that kind of thing. We're expecting some minor out-of-bank flows in certain areas. No widespread flooding, but, um, you know, they've had significant amount of precipitation this year, particularly this last snow event. So kind of Prince Albert, north of PA, and, and around that Hudson Bay in the northeast area there. So we're, we do think there's going to be some minor flooding issues in those regions. Patrick Boyle is with the Water Security Agency. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff, and Odessa. Health officials in Saskatchewan are warning residents to take precautions against the rare but deadly hantavirus carried in mice droppings. Deputy Chief Medical Health Officer Dr. Denise Worker says there have been 31 cases of the rare disease in Saskatchewan since the early 1990s. Hantavirus has a 30% fatality rate. She cautions those cleaning bins and cottages this spring to use gloves, goggles, and an N95 mask. Protective clothing is also a good idea when cleaning mice-infested areas. So that you can take that clothing off and, and in fact, even dispose of it. But you do want to make sure that that clothing gets um, uh, sunlight for, for a day or uh, and, and properly washed. She says a solution of water and bleach is the best way to clean areas with mice droppings. So all of our recommendations say, you know, use, uh, use bleach to, uh, to mop down your floors or to get rid of um, uh, mouse feces. Um, and so to make a, a, a bleach solution, you use a 1 in 10 solution. The confusing part is that you actually mix one part bleach to nine parts of water. Dr. Worker suggests measures to prevent rodents from entering buildings. What you want to do is, is to prevent uh, rodents from getting um, uh, into, your, into your structures to begin with. So blocking up your, the entrances, making sure that food is in containers that rodents can't, can't uh, get in, uh, making sure that your wood piles are far from the house and, and uh, neatly stacked. Severe symptoms can be life-threatening, and Dr. Workers is to seek medical attention immediately if you develop a cough, fever, and shortness of breath after one to six weeks of exposure to the virus. You need to go to an emergency department. You need to be admitted to hospital. So the, the, the treatment is really to support um, your capacity for, for, for breathing and also for your heart to keep. Uh, to keep functioning because what happens is that the whole body can go into um, into shock and and your your normal functions stop basically stop working so people can uh, will often end up in an intensive care unit with this with this illness so I'd say it's, it is a serious illness. Dr. Worker says Saskatchewan has 36 percent of the cases of hantavirus in Canada but only three percent of the population she says it's a result of a large rural population. Two Saskatchewan farm businesses have announced a collaboration for liquid fertilizer applicators. Pattison Liquid Systems will begin manufacturing liquid fertilizer applicators to work with the autonomous DOT power platform. DOT technology unveiled its new power platform last year. Pattison Liquid Systems has been a leading maker of liquid fertilizer equipment for nearly 40 years. The DOT Ready implement from Pattison is set to be a 120-foot 2,000-gallon sprayer equipped with the latest in fertilizer application technology. In addition to the sprayer, DOT-ready implements include a 30-foot cedar, 41-foot land roller, 60-foot sprayer, and a 500-bushel grain car manufactured by Seedmaster Manufacturing. 
The list of available implements is expected to grow as agreements are finalized with other manufacturers that are preparing to make implements DOT ready. Richardson International has unveiled plans for a $30 million innovation center in downtown Winnipeg. It will facilitate agri-food research and product innovations with the microbiology lab. The company calls it a center for collaboration for employees, customers, food science students, and the culinary community. President and CEO Kurt Vossen says it marks Richardson's evolution from a grain elevator company 20 years ago to a much larger diversified food and ingredients business. Construction on the four-story, 62,000-square-foot Richardson Innovation Center will begin this spring and should be open in a couple years. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, South Eprin, Salbert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading this morning. Canola gained 50 cents at 4.9634. Oats increased $1.50 at 146.67. Number one red spring wheat rose 506 at 227.54. The rest were all unchanged. Durham $260.08. Feed barley 197.63, flax 462.84, yellow peas 240.54, feed wheat 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is up 11 cents at 5.87 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 3rd. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was the Cinnaboy's turn. Hefferettes sold from $1.10 to $1.25. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.72 cents to $0.84. Cents. Tanner cows sold from $0.25 cents to $0.45. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.15. They also had a few bred cows, and the good younger cows were selling from $1,500 to $1,825. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale in Weyburn yesterday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.25. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.16. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $1.97 and sold up to $2.04. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.94 and sold up to $2.05. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.79 and sold up to $1.92. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.76. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.48 and sold up to $1.58. Heifers were about 20 to 25 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 600-pound exotic steers at $2.08 a pound, a group of 650-pound exotic steers at $2.02 a pound, a group of 700-pound black steers at $1.92 a pound, a load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.77 a pound, a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.58 a pound. 
This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 108 to 133 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,700 head, selling a range of 106 to 132 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down two basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2809. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.33 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued lower in yesterday's trade, along with pork product values. Packers, meat buyers, and futures traders are all being influenced from the new tariffs that are being announced almost daily between the two largest economies in the world, China and the USA. Lean hog futures recovered some of their losses in yesterday's trade, but it is unlikely that cash and futures values will see a strong rebound in the near term unless there is a change in the U.S. protectionist trend. However, a successful NAFTA agreement in principle would be viewed as a positive development that could provide some needed support. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness today with a few flurries. Wind northwest 20, the high minus 9. The low tonight minus 23 degrees. The wind chill minus 32. Friday, mainly sunny. Wind northwest 20, the high minus 9. Wind chill minus 33. The low tomorrow, minus 21 degrees. Saturday, sunny with a high minus 5. Chance of evening flurries on Saturday, the low minus 11. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries both day and night. The high minus 4 on Sunday, the low minus 12. Monday, partly cloudy with a high of minus 1, the low minus 7. Tuesday, sunny with a high plus 6. That's when the weather is supposed to break. It's supposed to be plus 6 on Tuesday and the low minus 4. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5. The normal high for this time of year is plus 9. The normal low is minus 4. The sun rose at 626 this morning. It sets at 736 tonight. Round the province, we have Estevan minus 7, Saskatoon minus 12, Swift Current minus 10, Weyburn minus 11, Yorkton minus 12. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's minus 11. That's 12 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest to 27, giving a wind chill of minus 20. Humidity 63%, barometer rising 102.6. Sunny Moose Jaw, minus 10. Winds from the northwest to 24. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 11. That's 12 above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.